With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated, and right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. All this week on NBC4, new products to new technology. Susan Hogan is showing you how local restaurants are changing the way we dine in and take out in this new world. Tonight at 6. A new twist on outdoor eating. A lot of it is creating flexibility. How one local restaurant is making their outdoor space mobile, giving you plenty of sunshine and social distance for a stress-free meal. It's all part of restaurant revitalization. Tonight at 6 on NBC4, working for you. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Friday's Fatback 480, Friday the 5th of July. Um, this show today is brought to you by another brilliant sponsor. The sponsor today is Carlton. Um, Many of you will know Carlton from Twitter. You'll find them on Twitter at Carlton81. You'll also find them on the web at goldstar.co.uk. Um, this lad is knocking it out of the park with Liverpool um, merchandise. He does a lot of illustrations, a lot of artwork that are top, top notch. Um, and he also does t-shirts and bits and pieces like that. Absolutely brilliant gear. Um, get on him. Get on at Carlton81. If you get on there, you'll find us. His shop that he has, you'll find the website he has, you'll find an email address that you can get him at, and he looks after everyone. Everyone that gets his gear, like, just comes back and says how good it is, how good the quality is, the standard of it. It's, it's top notch. Get on there and have a look. Carlton eighty one at Carlton eighty one on Twitter. Um, what are we going to do today? Um, well, there's a lot of kind of lukewarm links. Um, a couple of them just won't go away, so we have to keep talking about them. Unfortunately, um, let's start with uh. Danny Caballos from Real Madrid, um, again linked this morning, I think I read it on the Echo website, uh, linked again this morning, Liverpool are looking at this around €45 million, Euros. he's being described by some as the next Xavi Alonso, um, that's, some, that's, something, um, that's some kind of introduction to give him, but it's still there, I've read in the last hour or two that Spurs may be looking at this as a loan deal, um, I don't know how true that is, I've just seen one or two tweets come up with regards to Spurs and a possible loan deal. Um, uh, one of the Hit Me Franks, or Hit Him Franks says, Cabalos for 30 million is a no-brainer. Best player in the, in the last 221 euros. Listen, I'm not going to pretend to see in a hell of a lot of them, um, but I will say it, it still comes across as a strange one for me, considering the midfield we have. But then again, we're linked with Bruno Fernandes. There's one lad in there, Mick saying Fernandes on a love heart. Um, we're still linked with that guy. And, you know, if we're linked with him and that makes any sense, well, then 
just carry off lad might make sense as well um there's another one there Damo says Cavios will thrive on the clock listen let's let's get one thing clear and and you have to take this from across the board we're, we're all um we're all players you know Jurgen Klopp the majority of signings he's made is you know they've excelled underneath them they have they've gone on to the next step Mane Salah you know all these players you know even Van Dijk's gone up levels Klopp has a great eye for a player so that's why I'm not really panicking over things at the moment he picks and chooses his times he waited on Van Dijk Coutinho probably knocked him a bit but he still went and he got who he needed players thrive underneath him I've no doubt about that I've, if the player has the ability and the quality and also the, the possibility of going up another level to him pushing his career on Klopp is one of the main men there that can can, can do that for him um, but that link just won't go away uh, Liverpool Chris says uh, he's apparently going to sports which involves Ericsson going to Madrid um, you know maybe so I think Ericsson kind of has his heart set on Madrid I let's see if let's see if that happens. It could be listen, sports could be very cute in this and say, you know, yeah, yeah we'll take him on loan as part of this deal because Ericsson's kinda of moving towards wanting to move and I think Madrid is. Uh, Mick says it's a handshake, not a love heart. Sorry, Mick, I looked at the screen wrong. Uh, <laughs> sorry, it's a it's a handshake and you've another emoji there, but I'm not gonna pretend to, to know where it is, but we're not gonna get into that game. Um look it's just one that won't go away. I read it a couple of a couple of times today, and like I said, this sports thing in the last hour or two when I looked when I looked online seemed to seemed to come up. Sports have made moves, and Dembele they've signed the young lad off Leeds. His name has escaped me, and they're probably looking at they could be looking at this caveat as well. They need players, sports, you know, especially if Ericsson goes. They, they need players. They need players anyway, you know. So let's see how it goes with that. The next one is, um, I'm going to touch on Day and Lovren. I think it's his birthday today. I think I read somewhere there. Uh, yeah, it might be in the Liverpool official Liverpool Twitter account, wishing him a happy birthday. Um, again, being linked with, with a move, AC Milan, 17.5 million is the latest um, figure on that. It keeps going down, doesn't it? It was 20 million a couple of days ago, now it's 17.5. Milan, you know, Milan and, and Italian clubs in general are quite frugal with their money. Um, even Juventus picking up like free transfers like Emery Jan, they, they've done, they've done um, Jack uh, Wiltshire, not Jack Wiltshire, the the other fucking Welsh fella, um, and they've done um, Rabio. So you know the the Italian sides can be quite frugal with their money. A, a lot of kind of loans with possibilities to buy. I think Lukaku or, or Real Madrid, um, or not Real Madrid, Inter Milan. Has been linked and that that was like a loan deal with a possibility to buy and stuff like that. They do that a lot. They hit. I remember the Italian sides hitting us for Aquilani season after season. Um, what we got here hitting Frank Fekir, Zoyak, Jam, James Rodriguez and Cavalos are the value in this market all under forty million. Really, Zoyak under forty million Fekir. Yeah, James Rodriguez. I'm not too sure of. Um, I haven't seen him linked or anyone, but we'll see how it goes. Uh, um, Damo says Lovren is one of the best four choices around. Uh, why sell them to create our own problems um, yeah you see that's what the weird thing is for me Damo you know it's it's all very well saying oh yeah we get 20 million for him um, and that's fair enough like if you want 20 million and, and we feel that's his value which I think we don't I think it might be a bit more but it, it, 
you, you sell him, then you're down to three when the first team centre has. Like, you know, you can't, you can't count this young lad that's come in, Vandenberg. I don't think you can. Um, but look, it's just, it's another hole you're left, you're looking to fill in a summer where we probably are looking just to refine the, the squad rather than make wholesale changes. Um, I think it's a bit of a strange one. Unless Liverpool have something under sleeve, up their sleeve. Uh, Chris says Fernandez and Fekir will do nicely for squad depth. Uh, yeah, they absolutely would. Fekir, I said it all the time, Fekir is my number one choice for this summer in that position. Um, I think he covers more positions than any of them mentioned. I think he's as good as any of them mentioned. And for that sort of money, I, I think it's, it's, it's a no-brainer. Um, uh, Paul Tabley says we may be looking to sell Lovren, but if the right offer comes in, we may not be looking to sell Lovren, but if the right offer comes in, he'd be gone. Maybe so, but we st- it still leaves a centre-half for us to, to go and sort out because Gomez, brilliant, brilliant prospect, but has had injuries. Matip, as we, we've gone over this ad nauseum at this stage, Matip, brilliant last season, but before that was known to break down from time to time. And although, as exceptional as Van Dijk is, listen, he can get an injury or suspension or anything like that at any time, so you always need a cover. I don't think you do... Uh, anything on Lovren until you actually have somebody else in the door that's that's just my opinion and it probably makes sense if you sell Lovren at 20 and you're looking at someone else for 20 that price becomes 30 because you know you're looking and you need um so yeah the Lovren one let's sit on it and, and see what happens um now the next one is Usman Dembele again another one that won't go away again I read online the Liverpool um have no issue with the money that might need to be spent on Usman Dembele, um, apparently that they are preparing to make an approach for Usman Dembele. Um, Barcelona a couple of days ago said that they didn't want to sell him, and the player himself said he didn't want to move. Um, I think that'll change if Neymar and Griezmann rock up at the new camp, um, because them two will play, um, and Messi will play, and Suarez will be there, and Coutinho apparently is, you know, he's saying that or his agent is saying that he's staying. So there's a lot of um there's a lot of players there for just one position. Um so Usman then Belly. Sorry, just before we go on, if you're watching this and you're on Twitter, um just hit the share button, share it and just let people know that we're on and stuff like that. We get more people in, we get more people there uh, making comments and we can have a conversation and we can keep going. We usually do this for about 20, 25 minutes, but if these comments keep coming in like that, we could be here for a little while. Doesn't bother me, I have all day. Play golf this morning, didn't play well. The day is over. The day is ruined me. Um, if Maguire is rumoured to be worth eighty million, what's Lovren worth? Um, it's very hard, you see, because the thing with Maguire is one, he's young, younger than Lovren, and two, he's English. So straight away you can throw twenty, twenty-five million on the top of that. That's just how it works because the English media love, love, love to um, push an English player right to the top and you know inflate values all over the place. We've seen it so much with players down the years. Um, Harry Maguire isn't worth 80 million. Um, it's as simple as that. If Van Dijk is worth was 75, you'd probably put Maguire in around the 45, 50 tops. But if he goes for 80, he'd become the most expensive defender in the world, I think, and would make Van Dijk probably worth around the 140, 140. But look, let's see if this goes. But on to, back onto Dembele, um, we've spoken a lot on here about him. Um, his talent, undoubtedly. Uh, Technically brilliant, right and left footed, blistering pace, absolutely blistering pace. And only for goal. The only thing we ever kind of negative that came out of me talking about him or people commenting on here was that maybe just his attitude. But again, we've seen players that would be questioned attitude wise, and you know they'd come to Liverpool and 
you know, Klopp just does wonders. He genuinely does wonders with players because I think in my own head, Klopp sits down with a player and says, I want you at Liverpool. This is what we expect. This is what we'll pay you. This is what will happen. You know, this is the game time. This is where we see you playing. They go through it bit by bit and the player and the, and the manager has to agree to both of these and then it happens. Um, so for me, uh, I take them belly all day long. Don't get me wrong. The one thing I would say is there's a chance of the front three being broken up if Dembele arrives because I think he would demand significant game time, I think. You know, I don't think he's a player that comes in and says, oh, I can challenge that front three. Like we said, not at a Brewster level, but not at a front three level. Someone in behind that that can push and, you know, gets his 25, 30 games a season. Uh, probably a little bit more with all the competitions we have. Uh, Dembele would demand a hell of a lot of... Um, a lot of a lot of game time. A little bit like Julian Brandt last season. Liverpool were heavily heavily linked from, and it, the rumor went around that Brandt didn't go because he's worried about the game time he will get. Um, uh, does he want to move from Barcelona bench to where's he did nothing versus uh, Vios Bar off the bench? Um, Kev, you see that's the thing. I think Dembele moves here and wants to play and wants to play very very regularly. Mick has asked there about. Um, about Nicolas Pepe, heard nothing, read nothing. It's gone very, very quiet. I'd, I'd be inclined to believe that the Lille president kind of came out with a few tidbits the other day. That's just to keep the interest bubbling um, until these international tournaments are over. I do think Nicolas Pepe will move this summer. The rumour is he's holding out for PSG. Again, this could all depend on Neymar. If Neymar goes, PSG could come in and get him. You'd, you'll never know because the rumour was that you know, Coutinho would go the other way and, and stuff like that. But if Coutinho doesn't, they're looking for a player and that might be the player they're looking for. It all really hinges on, on one or two big players going. And if they do, then all it all goes. Um, Frank says, Liverpool needs signings. I understand we have a great squad, but every player in City's bench is 50 million plus. Yeah, but and I agree with that. And like we, we do need we do need a better a better standard probably Probably five or six of our bench is great, and then when you're or four or five, and then you look in the last two, you probably need up up in quality. I agree with that. Um, but Liverpool pushed it all the way last season, and either of them could have won the league, and Liverpool won the European Cup. So Liverpool, in my opinion, are as good as City. Um, City probably have a little bit more security in that they can use a squad earlier in the season than we would, whereas we try to keep pushing and pushing and use a squad only when needed at times. You know, whereas City can just drop anyone out of the team and put someone in that's the depth they have but I think as a football side Liverpool are as good Liverpool are the best team in Europe and it's not just because they've the 6th European Cup they are in my opinion they're the best team in Europe um, but look it's 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 one of those where and I, I've always said it if you can make this squad stronger regardless how you do you do it and you worry about the implications afterwards but Klopp's not going to sign somebody to go into that dressing room and cause more between the front three or disrupt how midfield plays he he's got, he picks and he chooses and that's why I know it's only the 5th of July but people are panicking I wouldn't um, I wouldn't panic just yet if he has things in place I think FSG will back him regardless um, will Alana be really like a new signing says Mick um, I'm, I think it's fairly well known what I think on Alana I think he's been a good servant to Liverpool I think he was integral when, when, when Klopp arrived um, he, he he struggles to get on the pitch. 
and then when he gets on the pitch, he's not bad. Don't get me wrong, he's not bad. But you need somebody that's going to be available for 40, 40 league games a season at least. And he's simply not. Um, I would cash in on Lallana. I think the likes of a Newcastle or a, or a Southampton or a Bournemouth or someone like that, even even a Leicester could could, could come in and, and look for Lallana. Um, I would cash in on Lallana. For for the like even when I'm listing these these um these players that that are in midfield and stuff like that, I, I nearly forget them. I really do, and I, I forget him in midfield, and I forget him when I mention him, the forwards because he's he's simply not a forward. Um, Paul Tabley says the thing with Dembele is he's he he's good enough to push our front three for a place. At the moment, we haven't got that. Um, yeah, I'm I'm all for that, Paul. Yeah, put straight in. You know the front three is amazing. I love them. I wouldn't. There's very few players in the world I change them, but if you had a fourth there pushing them and pushing them, and not even making, even if Dembele wasn't making the team every week, he'd be Mane, Salah, Firmino would know. I have to be right on this, or this lad will be in. And then Dembele has the impact to come in and score here and score there and make assists. And you know, he, he could basically say, "This is my spot on the team now." So everyone pushes everyone on. It really is, you know. Um, uh, Kevin Sullivan says, "Lallana will run his deal down." That's his right seventh choice. Can't see him waiting for a mill, wanting for a mill. Um, he may run his deal down, but if, if Liverpool get a good a good offer and lower the asking price, so the team making a bid can up his wages for two or three year deal. I, I think I think it's still one that can happen. Um, Lalana, Chris says Lalana to Southampton with Bertrand do it away. I do it all day, absolutely all day long. I think you're getting a player um, in return that will be happy. With his squad status that he will get at Liverpool, he's dependable. Linked to City a couple of seasons ago, two seasons ago, linked to a 50, 50, 40 or fifty million pound move to City, it just didn't happen. Yeah, I take Bertrand all day. Um, what else have we got? Oh, oh yeah, now um, we're about seventeen, eight, seventeen minutes or so in, so we've we've about ten minutes or so left. But look, just keep throwing in the in the comments there. We we keep discussing them as we go. As I said, hit the share button and share this across Twitter and stuff like that. And more people are watching, more people are commenting. We get more comments and we get more more things to talk about. And um, because as I said, it is quite light on the transfer front. It's just tentative links most of the time, and someone's just to fill um some someone's just to fill fill time and fill fill papers. Um, the squad is back on. Saturday, um, yeah, Saturday. Uh, a couple of names popped out of me when I uh, when I had a look and, and tried to see who was who was in this. I think there was seventeen or eighteen players listed. Um, first one is Klein. Nathaniel Klein was the first one that I that I seen. Um, he was he was on the list. Yes, yes, Nathaniel Klein was was on the list. Um, what do we make of Nathaniel Klein? Um I personally don't think he has a future at Liverpool. Um the fact that he got back to fitness and played against United, I think, in December, played very well. Um you know, oh sorry, there's another one there, Paul Table. Lalan at the Fulham. Uh give us six million and Cessna on with me. I don't see us getting six million and Cessna on for Lalana, I'm being honest with you. It might be the other way around. Um and a bit more than that, I'd say. Uh, Cessna would still be in the 30 million bracket. I'd say Lallana would be probably in the 15 to 20 tops. That would be that be my opinion on it. Um, but yeah, Nathaniel Klein. Um, Chris reckons he'll, he'll eventually go to Bournemouth. Um, at Bournemouth for, for on loan last season. 
Um, I was listening to, I was listening to an Anfield rap podcast about two weeks ago, and um, there was thought one of the lads on there suggested that Klein goes to Bournemouth and we take their right back off them. Now his name has gone out of my head as well because I'm awful with names, awful. Um, one of you's probably do know who he is. Um, his name has gone completely out of my head. He's a really, really tidy, tidy right back. Um, but I think he can play both sides. Um, I didn't think that was a bad shout myself uh, because you get cover for Trent. Again, a player coming from a lower team in the league that, again, would be quite happy with the status he would have, but decent cover. Um, I'll try to remember this guy's name now in a minute. Um, he's gone completely on my head. But the client for me will go. Um, Kev says he thinks Klein back to Palace. Maybe so, with Ambasaka gone, but... We'll have to see. Klein is on decent money at Liverpool. I think he may be in around the 80 grand a week, Mark. I don't know whether Palace will be willing to pay him that. But listen, let's see. I'm just wanted to see what people think. Listen, you can just shout in or out or any of these if, if you think. I think most of them will start on the tour um, because, you know, as we said before, it's not Charlie Daniels. He's a right back. And I think they have a midfielder that has the same. Smith, I think, is his name. I think Smith. Um, it might be Smith. Adam Smith. I can't. It's, I think it's Smith. But anyway, he's a really. I, I've watched him a few times for Bournemouth. And um, uh, Mr. Bonnet says anything in the Cabalos links. We don't know. We don't know. Um, th- there's a talk of being an approach from, and he, this lad's obviously just missed the start of the show. But with Cabalos, just to give you an update, he there's talk of most making an approach in around 45 million euros but also sports looking for him on loan as part of the deal for christian erickson um yeah i just just for just for client um i think that you know i think he go i don't think he's good enough cover for trent i don't think he does what trent does you know he very very solid defensively but attacking wise i think um I think that no, it's he, just it's just not there for me. Um, you may see him in games. I think we play away to Tramier and we're away to Bradford. I think before we go away, before we go away to America, um, you may see him in that simply because players have been away at the international tournaments. Um, but as I said, that that was one that flew out with me. Um, the other one was Ryan Kent. Ryan Kent spent the season at Rangers last season. I think he may have won Young Player of the Year up there, um, and I think he may have been Rangers Player of the Year. Um, done really well scored a couple of goals got himself in a bit of trouble I don't mind saying that I think he punched a Celtic player and might have been Scott Brown in the head or something like that um, uh, Chris sorry just to cut off because that's an interesting question is the day tripper source and Fernandez still confident that he comes to Liverpool listen we've now that tweet was sent out we don't usually do that stuff genuinely we never do that stuff we never get involved in that stuff but a, a person we know who was really, really, you know, um, really good source with regards to Keita and Allison last season, came in and just told us this. We we threw it up. Now, in fairness, it was deleted. It was deleted by me in error because I was editing a different tweet and deleted by mistake. It wasn't deleted because we didn't believe it. That's the last bit of information we got on him, that he stuff was agreed with him. They were trying to do something with Sporting Lisbon. That's all we know about that. Um do you know someone who we are genuinely going to sign? It's very, very quiet. It's very, very quiet. We're going on links. And look, I'm not here to tell you who we're going to sign. I'm not going to pretend I know somebody at the club and different things like that. I'm only here to tell you what links are there. Keep you updated. You can have a chat with me as you go along. Um, But 
look, that's that's all I can tell you on that. Um, but back to Ryan Kent. What do we think on Ryan Kent? Do we think he'll stay? Do we think he'll go? Do we think he'll go on the tour? I personally think Liverpool will cash in on him as well. I think you could probably get around 10 to 12 million for him. Um, but that was another one that popped up. Um, let me know what you think, Kent, in or out. Well, decent enough. I think the only player I can see possibly making any sort of strides towards the fourth team is Harry Wilson. Um, he is not in this... Uh, sorry, he is in this squad that comes back on Saturday. The other one there is Curtis Jones. Curtis Jones training with the fourth team a hell of a lot last season. Not really doing it at the moment. Um, not really doing it for me. He looks a bit lightweight. Um, but we'll have to see what goes on. Um in these couple of games in England that we have before we go away to America. And as I said, I think a lot of them will end up probably going to America um, while their futures are sorted or, you know, just as cover because the the main lads are away and they're doing, doing their thing. Um, how many signs would you make on what positions? I uh, love the Daily Pod, says Damo. Um, I think I said three, Damo. I think I said three a while ago. Um, it's, it's hard. Look, I think Mignolet goes and I think he, he promotes the younger keeper. I think that's what he may do there. Um, I think we sign a forward player, versatile forward player. Um, I think a centre-half comes in if, if something happens with Lovren. And maybe a 8-slash-10 style player, someone like Coutinho. A Coutinho-type player, that's why Fernandez is being linked. Fekir would be my number one. I, th- I think probably... Three main ones, tops, tops. Um, uh, Paul Tabley says he thinks Kent is gone. Rangers permanent deal. If we don't price him over move, yeah, I've seen eight to ten million. That's that I've seen that quote a little while ago. Um, the market seems to be really slow at the moment. I think a lot of movement starts after the Neymar to Barca. Yeah, I fully agree with you. This is going to hinge on one, possibly two. Um, Neymar definitely being one of them, and then probably one that we haven't really mentioned before another big one going um but you know it's it's uh, i think you're right i think it's all about basically one one possibly two big transfers happen everyone sees where the level is and and we go from there um last couple of names that we wanted to, to touch on uh was out of that group um not phillips is in it yeah oh interesting um course jones yeah i think he goes away to america but i don't see uh woodbourne and wilson let's um 38 more wins, says Mick. Mick, you're obviously watching uh, my counter from last season. That was a joke. When we started, I said 30 wins for the season, and I just kept doing it, and then I realised oh, I might be having a massive effect on the Premier League title race, so I better keep this up. Um, so that's why I was doing that, Mick, to be honest with you. Uh, Kentford's career should be moving uh, top tier championship club. He probably should, but listen, I don't really mind where he goes once Liverpool get the right deal. Um, so we have let let's have a little chat about Harry Wilson. So this is probably the one that's um, split opinion most. Um, Harry Wilson at Derby last season, an uncle of mine is a Derby fan. Uh, watches them as much as he can, goes over a few times a season, and he said he was by a mile their player of the season. I think he won seven out of the nine goal of the month. He he was unbelievable. Um, but. I'm a bit torn on Wilson. Um, I'd love to see him play every game in pre-season. Every single game. And put him in there. And do you know something? As much as you can, get him in when he's in America. 
and the main lads come back, get him in and play them, and play him where he played for Derby, you know, off the right or off the left. He was playing some in midfield. Try him, pull him in with them, and see if he can, if he can, a adjust to the pace the Liverpool player, the way the forward players play, the way they like to play, what they look for, and in the players behind them and supplying them. Give him every opportunity, and then if you don't feel like it, let the guy go. Simple as that. If he's good enough, fine. Pull him in there. Keep him in the 25-man squad. I've no issue with it. But I think if there's any doubt over Wilson from Liverpool with the with the market value that he's at now, I think it might be a time to cash in. I think this might be his, his ceiling money-wise with regards to what he's worth. But again, I'm willing, I'd am willing. i be willing to give Wilson a chance out of all of them. I'd be willing to give Wilson a chance. Ben Warborn, as I said before, I don't think he knows what position he wants to play on the pitch. Uh, Mick reckons uh, Wilson's too light to tackle and his position needs to improve. You probably know more than me, Mick, I'm being honest with you. Um, I've seen him probably a half dozen times this season. I only watch Derby because my uncle's a Derby fan. I, I kind of watch it. There. So we've something to chat about when we're on the phone. Um, but he's the one I would probably um, I would probably give the chance out of, out of them all. Wilson would be the one. Um, how much money do you think we'd be spending in this window? Um, will it be low profile as the journals are briefed or are you just playing the waiting game if you went down the bookies I think you know you'd get even money on Liverpool spending less than 60 but you'd also get even money on them spending over 100 I don't think anyone knows and I think Liverpool like it that way and I've no problem with it being that way all we can do every day is come on here have a chat we're only listen this is only about me and all of you having a chat put comments in and we talk about them as I said um Kev O'Sullivan is on there. Kev has been on podcast with me. Kev, if you're more than welcome to come on um, over the weekend and have a chat with me on this while people lash their comments in. There's no problem there. Uh, but, um, yeah, look, all we can do is wait and see. Tomorrow's another day, and um, over the weekend, you usually get a hell of a lot of links, especially in the Sunday papers, so we'll watch out for them. Um, tomorrow is Saturday. We should be back at 1 o'clock again. If it's going to be any change to that, we'll put it on Twitter. Um, we're just trying to see what, what way this show works best, the time of the day and stuff like that. Any of us have any suggestions? Does 1 o'clock suit? Does 4 o'clock suit? But 7 o'clock at night suit better? What do you think? When do you mostly listen to it? Um, let us know. Listen, we're, we're always there on LFC, our LFC Day Trippers. And you can message us about anything or tweet us about anything. And we'll, we take it all on board. We really do. Uh, the club will be back on Monday. Um, who's on there? Shawnee Lawson's back and all that. Uh, Ray Dickinson, Andy Young, and Gabriel are on a Monday night, um, so they'll be with you on Monday. But I'll be with, back with you tomorrow, Saturday, the sixth of July. Um, I'm still haven't made a mistake on that, which is amazing. I'm back tomorrow. Um, might get might get see if Kev can come on, or we get another guest on, and we'll we'll have a chat between the two of us while the comments come in. That's been your fat back for daily. Thanks a million for listening. Thanks a million for all your comments. They've been a great help for me today. Um, as I said before, the show was brought to you today by Carlton, at Carlton81 on Twitter, goldstar.co.uk on, on, on the web. And as I said, if you go into his Twitter, you, you'll find all the links. Um, you'll find all the links for what you need for him. He's, a, he's, he's, he's amazing at what he does, genuinely. I'd be genuinely amazed when I see some of the stuff he comes out with. Um Damo says enjoyed as always. Thanks a million. Mick, cheers, says cheers, Gav. Spot on. Yeah, that's brilliant. Um Chris says the same great show. Listen, you make it because if you was around doing comments, I wouldn't have anything to talk about because uh 
I write them all down and then I lose a bit of paper and I lose them and then it all goes mad. Um, right, I better go. Um, that's been a good show for Friday. We'll talk to you tomorrow. I'll, it should be one o'clock. Any changes, as I said, we get back on and let you know. That's been the Fat Pack for daily. Let's talk to you tomorrow. Over now. Okay, parachutes ready. Boy, the things I go through to get auto loan rates as slow as 0.99% APR for 60 months on new vehicles with PenFed. You are aware that you don't have to be a military member to save hundreds on your auto loan, aren't you? Anyone can join PenFed. As someone terrified of heights, I probably should have looked into that. Probably. Drop me off at the shore. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash autos or call 1-800-247-5626. Advertised rates available through the PenFed car buying service. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Some cars are comfy on the inside, but don't have power on the outside. And some cars have the horsepower, but none of the comfort. I used to think there weren't any cars that were the total package. But that all changed when I got my Honda SUV. It's rugged and sophisticated. And right now, Honda has deals on the entire Honda SUV lineup. CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, you name it. So if you're looking for a car that's the total package, the only place you'll find it is at your local Honda dealer. Hurry before they're all gone. Sports Social Podcast Network.